Can you dig it? Welcome to IDP Nation spinoff podcast talking about college IDP and Debbie IDP prospects. We are your hosts, Dan Cook, Daryl Winston, Eric Haroff. We are the Debbie IDP grind. Can you dig it? And we're back, the Dig Podcast here, uh, back again. We we took a had, had some scheduling conflicts with three people. I'm sure you know it's it's a little hard to get the schedules set and right, especially when we're trying to record on weekends here. So, but Daryl, how are you? Doing pretty good, Dan. How are you? Good, good. Eric, how are you? I'm doing good, guys. So. Hey. Uh, so anyway uh we are going to talk about safeties today we talked about defensive ends and linebackers now we're going to move on to safeties uh we're, when are we going to cover corners we're not because they suck oh, and who cares? next week oh we, we're doing that next week so yes, you guys we are. are recording without me so that's fine so you've been outvoted now i've got somebody on my side <laughs> well hey. i'll just i'll just hit record and fall asleep actually next saturday i am out of town so Cornerbacks are people, too. That's right, Dan. You tell him, Eric. They're people, but in IDP, I don't care about them. Who is drafting an IDP corner in Debbie? This guy. Not in our league, you're not. There's no way in hell you're drafting a Debbie corner. Unless unless pass deflections and interceptions are high. Even if. No. Oh. Come on. Daryl got mad at me the other day because we have this ta- we have this stupid taxi raid rule in this one league. And uh <laughs> and somebody actually tried to taxi raid Byron Murphy off my taxi squad and I Dude, said, he's a good corner. I said I don't care. I'll take whatever I can get for a corner. I got okay. a fifth round pick and uh some blind bid dollars. So Which one would you rather have, Eric? Byron Murphy or that bullshit crap he just got? <laughs> I hey, I've been doing my rookie rankings, offense and Uh-oh. defense combined, and uh, yeah, at that fifth round pick spot, I can still find some gold. Uh, you, so uh, honestly, I'd have to side with Dan on this one because I'd rather take that fifth round, that fifth round pick plus the. And I'll pick somebody dollars. up. I'll pick somebody up week one to throw in my lineup. That's it. it. Doesn't matter. It's a deep. This is a deep class. This That's is it. You're both class. fired. I don't even care if it's a deep class. I can pick up – I have four corners on my roster already, which is four too many probably. <laughs> and I can just pick somebody up week one and play them, and it doesn't matter. I just can't. I just can't. But anyway, I'll stop <clears throat> talking so these guys can start talking about safeties here. Uh, but first, we have some news and notes. Yeah. Daryl, you got some good news for us here. Uh, yeah, so uh, uncommitted star, five-star James Williams of Western High School in Florida. Uh, he's currently the fifth-rated play, player overall by 247 Sports, and he it appears that the Georgia Bulldogs have the early lead for him over Alabama, Auburn, Miami. Um, mm-hmm. Seems like the rich just keep getting richer. It's 24-7 Sports, and uh... – and is he a junior? Is he a senior? Is he going to be playing this coming season? 
Uh, he's a senior this year, so he'll be. Okay. So he'll be eligible for 20, next year. Twenty season, okay. Yeah. So looking at twenty twenty three. So there's extremely deep leagues. You might care about that, I guess. Yeah. Um, junior BJ Foster will have some so- shoulder surgery, but is expected to be ready for the start of the season. What um, position does he play? Safety. Okay. I, I just need to fill some stuff in because I'm sure some people that are listening have no clue who some of these people are. Well, we're talking safeties here, so this is safety-related news and notes. Well, I thought it would just be general, like, defense well, news and notes. Well, once we get going, it will be, but... Okay. Just just trying to help the people out here so they, really, they is understand. This, is, is this where we're going to go tonight? I'm just trying to clarify for the audience, because I'm sure if, so, if somebody heard you read that, they said, well, who the hell's that, and why do I care? You know what you can clarify? Unless you're a Longhorn fan, you probably don't know who B.J. Foster is. I just can't. Right. Okay. Anyway. Okay. I'm with you. Look. Just a little bit of specificity. I, I got you. Slow you roll, player. So, Redshirt Jr., Dean James, Dean Jones of Maryland has entered the transfer portal. He's a former four-star recruit, had interest from Clemson, Florida, and Penn State. If they let him move, he's eligible for his new team right away, so he can play right away if he finds a team to go to. Yeah, a lot of players are doing that. I think they're accelerating their classes so they can graduate and then go play their senior season or... Uh, red shirt senior, red shirt junior season somewhere else. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, if you can do it, I mean, that's your best, yeah. that's your best course of action. I mean, to be able to Maryland, play. If you can go from Maryland to Clemson, sure, you do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And then, then the last one is red shirt senior Deontay Anderson of Houston has been ruled out of spring practice with an ankle injury. Transferred from Ole Miss. Um, Pretty good player. Had 72 tackles as a sophomore, but only had 48 last season. Um, But he kind of transformed from a tackler into more of a coverage guy as he had 12 pass breakups. So um, hopefully he'll be ready for the start of the season. We'll have to see how this ankle injury uh, turns out. But right now he's going to miss all the spring stuff. Yeah, and that can be a big deal, especially if you're transferring in. Uh, Yeah. Well, I guess he was he was already there last year, but still just, you know. Yeah. Missing spring, somebody else can go take your job. <clears throat> yep. Next man up. Yeah. Yep. Anything else rolling? Uh, that, that's it for the news and notes on safeties. I think once we get these positions done, we'll start doing the overall news and notes, keeping everybody updated. So. Okay, then. There's actually well, one more quick no. note. Go ahead. Alabama def- defensive back Jeffrey Carter entered the transfer portal again. Oh. He was a former four-star recruit. He was looking to head into A&M over Oklahoma, but a uh, last-minute change of heart swung him to Alabama. He only appeared in three games last year with a tackle, and then he was suspended versus Mississippi State, and then he announced his plans to transfer. So That's um, interesting that he's transferring with what they're losing at safety. Yep, that's, that's the last I heard. Sounds like coaching staff and him don't mix too well. 
Yeah, yeah maybe not because they're losing Xavier yeah. McKinney. They're losing Shane Carter. They're losing, uh, I think, a couple corners too. Oh, he was but, he was suspended, and then he decided to enter the transfer portal. So uh, yeah, you can tell. Gotcha. So, and that was in the middle of the season, so we'll be yeah, like, All gotcha. Right, I'm done with this. So yeah, yeah, that kind of makes sense then. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> All right. So this week, again, if you've been listening in the past, we've gone through the top five uh, defensive ends, the f- top five mm-hmm. linebackers, and now we're moving on to safeties. Uh, these are some guys you could pick up. Um, you know, if you think about safeties last year, all we heard was how Delpit was going to be a top five pick. That's not really uh, shaping up too well, but uh, hopefully <clears throat> some of these guys will uh, take those reins and run with it a little <clears throat> bit. So uh, I guess Daryl's list is on top here. Am okay. I correct in that? Okay. I'm not sure because you guys didn't yep. put your names on them. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> We'll just kind of bounce back and forth. Uh, some names are uh, repeated here. Uh, so we'll, we'll be kind of bouncing back and forth between these. Actually, it looks like both lists are you know, two, two differences is what I see. Yeah, they're pretty close. So, Daryl, why don't you start off with your top safety in the... Uh, are these going to be draft eligible next year, some of them, or all of them? Um, Depends. Some of mine will be. Okay. Uh, I'm just doing a mix, uh, and I don't know. I guess Eric's kind of doing the same thing, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just yeah, I'm just looking at the best sa- or safeties, whatever position we're talking about for that year. Some of them may be headed into the draft in 2021. Some of them may not be. Um, Eric so was I'm nice just... enough to write their standing, their their class standing. So yeah, that's what they'll be next year. So yeah. really. We're just you're just gonna continue down this road today, ain't you? I am. I gotta give you a hard time. That's what I do best. You. Oh, you do do it very well. Let me tell you. Uh, I, hate, I hate you. Anyway, enough about my hatred for you. But I say you hate me, but you love this guy. <laughs> that was your time to tell me the player. You have. No I'm idea. trying. If you would just. <laughs> You're messing up my my feng shui here. His mojo going away. That's right. <laughs> anyway, oh shoot, my number one guy is Andre Cisco of Syracuse, who is a true junior. Um, stumbled on him last year. I'd kind of seen him play before, just watching games because I'm a huge college guy. I'll watch anything, but. Uh, when I, I saw the stats, I went back and started watching tape, and, man, he stands out. Um, 22 career games, and he already has 12 interceptions. He led the nation as a freshman with seven, and he followed it up last year with five. Mm. Um, does really well in tackles. Uh, he's had 60-plus each year, 40-plus uh, solos each year, five-plus interceptions each year. He's got a return. Um, really just one of the best safety safeties in the country. I mean, when you can tackle the way he is and I went back and watched, he, he's not a, uh, Dan's heard me talk about this CJ and uh, Henderson. I just can't get over 
his tackling because he almost cost Florida a few games with shoulder tackles. You don't see that with Cisco. He's a guy that he will come at you, wrap you up, and hit you. And then back there in the secondary, you know, like Delpit, he tackling issues. You won't see that with Cisco. But at the same time, you can see him be that ball hawk in the secondary. So he, for me, with his age and his talent that he's already produced, he's clearly the number one guy for me. Yep. He's a good guy. Nice place. Yeah. Eric, who's your number one guy then? I have uh, Ardarius Washington. He's a redshirt sophomore from TCU. Uh, he's 5'8", 175. Uh, ball hawk. He's a good tackle. He wraps up. He just he doesn't just lead with the shoulder hoping to get that big hit. He wraps up. Um, good in coverage. Uh, last year, as a... As a um, Redshirt freshman, he had 46 tackles, half half of sack, five picks, two pass deflections. Uh, one of those guys that you know, maybe under the radar, you know, playing for TCU and Big 12 that don't play defense. So, I think he's, he's uh, he make a big leap this next year. You mentioned five eight. Yep, small guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he's gonna have to grow a little bit to be uh, one of the top guys, I think, in the draft. Yeah, five five eight one seventy five. So he's he's a smaller guy, but yeah. Well, you know, he's a you know twenty twenty one. You can still grow a couple inches. <laughs> like I said, he's not afraid. You know, he's not. He does go for that big hit. He actually wraps up guys and makes tackle. You know, and that's you know, kind of a pet piece of, of mine sometimes when the guy just goes for the big hit and don't try and wrap up and get the tackle. But he's not one yeah. of those guys. Yeah, unfortunately, you see a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, you do. Trying to make make a name for themselves by the big by the big hits and you know that type of stuff. But yeah. Uh, so we'll stick with you. Who's your number two guy? I have Richard LeCount. Uh, he's he'll be a senior for Georgia. Um, he's five eleven, one ninety. He's good in coverage. He makes plays. He he forced quite a few fumbles last year uh, i think it was um two forced fumbles he had three fumble recoveries um he had 61 <clears throat> tackles four four and a half tackles for loss four picks so he's got, he can read the ball just makes plays all over the field you know georgia defense so they got playing that tough sec so with three pass deflections last year so he's he makes plays yeah, he can jar the ball loose and get the offense back on the field. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, we'll hear about him pretty soon on Daryl's list, but Daryl, who's your number two guy? Yeah, and actually I was very close to having LeCount as my number two. Um, I have him at three, but we'll get there in a minute. I have at two, I have Javon Holland for Oregon. Um Anybody that's watched Oregon, they, they kind of know, but they've had uh, Brady Breeze back there who just is moving on to the NFL now, uh, was a huge star for them. But this is going to be Javon's chance to step up and be the leader of that secondary. Um, started as a freshman. Uh, he's going to be a junior this year, a true junior. So, And he's got a lot of experience already with 27 games in two years. That's that's pretty big. you know. That's a lot of games. And again, just like Cisco, he's really productive. Uh, he's improved from his freshman to his junior year, or 
sophomore season, he took a big jump in tackles. Um, he had five interceptions as a freshman, four as a senior, returned one of them for a touchdown, really active, uh, probably one of the more complete safeties, in my opinion, in college. I think just behind Cisco, um, I think Cisco's a much more aggressive player, um, especially against the run, so I think that's why I got him there. But Holland is – He's going to be the real deal. This is going to be his team in 2020. So, you know, they've got the young guys in Thibodeau that we mentioned and Justin Flo that we mentioned. So to have this kind of experience behind them, that's that's going to be huge for Oregon and the Ducks. Yeah, uh, definitely sounds like it. So at number three, you both had a repeat. So who is your repeat there, Daryl? You already kind of mentioned, I think, Richard LeCount Yeah, from I mean, I had Richard LeCount. Georgia plays in the SEC. You know, that's best league in the country. So it's just, you know, when you can perform at a high level in the best conference in, in college football, that's just kind of a no-brainer. So, And I agree with everything that Eric said on him. So there's not a whole lot of need for me to continue with that. And Eric, you're repeat number three. I got Andre Sisko uh, from Syracuse. Uh, he's six foot, two or three, you know, ball hawk. Pretty much, you know what what Daryl said, you know, good eye reads quarterbacks. You know, I'm not sure if Daryl said this or not, but over two years he's got twelve interceptions. Yeah, so he's he watches the ball. I watched you know, some video, and a lot of them were tips from their his teammates. But still, he was there. Like I said, he's watching the ball. He's not just you know standing back and he's getting in there making the plays. Yeah, I mean, when you can lead the college football as a true freshman in interceptions, mm-hmm. that pretty much tells you all you need to know right there. I mean, he's a, he's a ball hawk, no doubt about it. Yep. And Eric, we'll stick with you for your number four player. We'll go with uh, Caden Stearns. He'll be a senior from Texas mm-hmm. this year. Uh, he is 6'1", 205. Um, Somebody over six a... foot. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 he had a really good freshman year, uh, playing 13 games in fresh, well, as a freshman, 62 tackles, four picks, um, four pass deflections. Uh, last year, he was hurt. He only played nine games, but he still had 59 tackles, four tackles for loss, no, no picks, only one pass deflection. But he's one of those guys, he's, he's good in coverage. He's, he's disruptive. He can, he, he's all over the field, you know, if, He's going for that ball, no matter where it's at. He's going for it, so it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how he does this year. You know, when he's hopefully he's healthy and see what right. he can uh, what he can show. All right, and Daryl, you're number four. Yeah, really close again. I think me and Eric was thinking the same things on some of these, but uh, my number four, just by slim margin, is Richie Grant of UCF. Um, I had a really, he'll be a senior this year, six foot, 194 pounds. He'll be a senior. So his sophomore season, if you're looking at stats, that's where he really broke out and put his name on the map over a hundred tackles, uh, had three for a loss, finished in the top five in interceptions with six, two forced fumbles. I mean, he did a little bit of everything for them. Then last year he kind of took a step back. And I kind of watched him all season, but their last regular season game and their bowl game, 
especially their bowl game, he was a star in their bowl game. I think in the first, oh, I can't remember right off, but I think it was in the first four minutes of the game, he had an interception pick six and had a forced fumble for that for them in their bowl game and helped them jump out to a big lead early. But, I mean, he was just, in that bowl game, he was everywhere. Um, and that's what you're looking for is – solid play but you want these guys to step up when it counts too so you know <laughs> for me that's I, i'm looking for that clutch player that when the game's on the line big stage these are the guys that step up and uh you know like i said his his last season was a little bit off but what he did in the bowl game uh, i'm trying to get it to pull up here against marshall uh, I mean, he had a breakout game for them, 10 tackles. Uh, the pick six was 39 yards, forced a fumble that they scored on. They jumped on Marshall 14 nothing before you even had time to sit down and drink your beer. You know what I mean? So that's a game-changing player. So that's he's one to watch this year. Yep. And you're number five. Do you have anything to comment more? No, Eric kind of hit it. I've got Caden Stearns, Texas, and I'm with Eric. I think as long as he stays healthy. He's going to be one of your better safeties in the country. He plays in the Big uh, Ten or our Big Twelve, whatever it's called. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I mean, if he can stay healthy, he's going to be a, a really good player. Yeah. Do injuries really concern you guys when it comes to projecting to the next level? If they have multiple injuries, like if yes and no. I think if it's and Eric may disagree with me. I think if you see a player that's routinely having issues, not particularly with the same injury, say a knee, which, I mean, that's a concern if you're continuing having knee injuries, but some players just, no matter what they do, they seem to get hurt. You know, they'll have a knee one year, or they'll have uh, a shoulder issue, and then they'll have a foot issue. It, it just seems like there's always something with them. You, I, I think you got to take it into consideration. I mean, you hate to say it, but I think you have to. I mean, it's uh, it's just part of it. I mean, like I said, you hate to say it and you hate to say it, but sometimes players are just injury prone, and Ethan's, it's just Ethan's cursing you right now. <laughs> no, I know he is. I know he is. But uh, I, I, I really, I think you got to, you at least got to consider it. I'll put it like that. Yeah, I think I think you got to consider it. I mean, it and it, it depends on what the injury is too. You know, if it's true, if, if it's a different injury every time, it's a little different than if it's one of them knee injuries or shoulder injuries that just keep reoccurring every year or every other year or something like right. that. But regardless, I think you still have to take it. You know, put it into the formula and figure you know how they'll do at the next level. You know, so yeah. Yeah, one of the injuries that I really have been, I guess, cautious with is uh, foot injuries because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it seems like if you have foot injuries, it's it's never really right after that. Uh, no, it's not. I mean, you're always on your feet, so yeah, you know, and that's those. It's hard to stay off your feet to be able to make sure it heals properly. Yeah. yeah. I think that I, I agree with you. That's a that's a big one. Yeah. yeah. And we have we interrupted to, for uh, banter, but uh, Eric's <laughs> uh, number five guy 
Go ahead. I have Kyle Hamilton. He'll be a sophomore on the Notre Dame. Here mm. you go. This one's for you, Dan. He is. Yeah, there you go, Dan. Six foot four, two ten. <laughs> Damn. He is a big guy. Wow. Yeah, six four. I mean, he might transition to corner more so, but he's as a freshman. He true freshman. He had forty one tackles. He had four picks. Um, one defensive touchdown six pass deflections and he also returned punts in high school so cool you know, he could be one of those guys that you know could put you know play corner also return punts but he he's got good he's got for hut as big as he is he's got good closing speed um playmaker just all over the field you know that's interesting at six foot four if he continues to progress when he hits the draft, they're going to be drooling all over him at six four because he can cover. He can match up with anybody, big receivers. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's uh, that's really good for him. He can run a if he can run a four four. Whew. At six four, good, yeah. He had good yeah, closing speed. He had good closing speed when I was watching some tape. But he, for as big as he was, um, I'm surprised he had that much closing speed. Yeah, usually big guys don't have that kind of. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, you're right. They don't. They don't tend uh, tend to have that closing speed like that. They're more nope. of a power game. No, oh, but that, that was he. He was good. He was all over the field. You know, making making plays. He had four picks as a, as a true freshman. So, wow, that's it's pretty good. I'll definitely have to take notice of that. Yeah. So. Um... That's it for really the safeties. Uh, any other players to comment on? Any anybody else that you thought about adding to the list? That either one. Um, I I actually had our Darius Washington that uh, Eric had at number one. I've got him basically my number six. Um, and I really I think outside of Cisco. For me, anyway, outside of Cisco, I think my next four or five or, you know, if you want to interchange them, I wouldn't fuss at you, really. Um, I just think Cisco's he's the elite uh, safety right now. Uh, and I go back to it again. When you watch his tape, he's not afraid to tackle. He'll come up and he will, he will hit you. I mean, he'll ring your bell. And then to be able to lead the country in interceptions as a freshman. I mean, that's, that's pretty impressive. So for me, I think he kind of sets himself apart. Um, I think if he has another season, like he's had the first two years, I think he's a 2021 draft prospect. I don't really think he stays for senior senior year in uh, Syracuse, but I mean, I could be wrong. You you never know, but uh, uh, I think, next year's draft he's the guy you want on there and he i think he's better i think he was better as a freshman than delpit is right now that's pretty uh high praise there it is and and i like delpit but and you've pointed it out too i have issues with safeties corners that can't tackle yeah i don't yeah i I wouldn't say can't well i wouldn't say can't tackle but if you're not wrapping Doesn't up like use C.J. Proper... Henderson, right, right, technique, fundamentals. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather have somebody that, you know, I know you want to make the big play and everything, but wrap the guys up. I mean, come on. Right, and kind of getting off position here, but everybody's swooning and 
over C.J. Henderson of Florida. Yeah, he's a phenomenal talent, really good kid, uh, really good player. But you go back and watch the Miami game at the beginning of the year. He almost cost that cost the Gators that game because he wanted to shoulder tackle. I mean, there's two plays, and one of them led to a t- went for a touchdown because he tried to shoulder tackle the guy and didn't wrap up. And you, you just can't do that in the NFL because you'll get they'll pick you apart. Yep, they will. They will pick on you all day, every day if you keep doing that. Yep, absolutely. So one thing I noticed, uh, you guys didn't have any guys from Alabama or LSU or Washington uh, here. I had, um, I had, let's see here, let me get back to my page. No, he had uh, Washington, our day, no, that was TCU. Yeah, it's TCU. Yeah. Well, they purple, lost. Uh, purple jerseys, but. No. Yeah, they lost Miles Brandt. They lost, uh, help me, Eric, who's the other guy they had? He may have went last uh, last year's draft at safety. I, I can't remember his name. I can't remember. I'll but they lo- Yeah, they're losing Miles Brandt this year, so I think they're going to have new young guys step up. Um, See, and if you if you take a look at what like some people do with vacated production in offense, you know, you look at traditional, I, I guess, position heavy in the draft. Those three schools come to mind when you're talking about safeties. Yeah, the only other guy that I had on my list was, well, not only guy, but was Jacoby Stevens from LSU. You know, he had he had 90, 92 tackles last year as a junior, five sacks, three interceptions. You know, he was six pass deflections. That he was pretty good for me for that for LSU LSU defense. I'm not sure how closely you pay attention to LSU. Was he the guy that was hurt that Delpit had to move to free safety for, or did he play strong while Delpit dropped back? Was that? Oh, honestly, I can't. I can't remember. I don't remember. I'm trying to think yeah. too, and I can't remember. When I was researching Delpit, that was one of the things that came up is uh, because one of his teammates got hurt, and I don't remember the teammate's name. Uh, he he was forced to kind of play center field more last year, which kind of affected his stats. Going, you know, that's why it seemed like 2019 was not a very good season for him. Uh, but he was dealing with his own injuries. He's he was playing a different safety position, different responsibilities. So, I mean, well, now still, that Delpit's gone, now Delpit's yeah. gone, you know, this guy can slide in. Yep, he will. I mean, I'm pretty sure he will take what you know what Delpit was doing, which that's, looks that's like a, a very productive uh, place. Although LSU, is there going to be anybody on that team <laughs> from that national championship team that played any minutes in that game? Because it seems like everybody was a junior or senior, and now they're all at the combine, or they were all at the combine this past weekend. Yeah, they're losing a ton of talent. I mean, front four, linebackers, secondary, they're losing a lot. Uh, Corner. Yeah, I mean. Lineman, tight end. Yeah, Receivers. Quarterback, quarterback, running back. back. (laughs) You you name it, they they are, uh, (laughs) they've lost a lot. Um, I don't know, and and, uh, they're not the only team, but because they're the national champs and everybody's seen them more than anybody else. They had such a dominating season. They kind of stand out. But uh, this draft as a whole, this upcoming NFL draft, 
seems like there's a lot of corners and safeties, mm-hmm. which makes the Devi, which we're talking about now, the Devi, you know, your college teams, I think you're going to see a lot of names that you've not seen maybe in the past season or two step up to the plate. So, you know, mine and Eric's top five or six here, I think those are probably your common and elite guys, but don't be surprised if somebody comes out of nowhere. Yep. Are we, well, hey. I, I think everywhere you have people that come out of nowhere. I mean, even super flex drafts, very few people at Joe Burrow. True, true. So, yeah, you know, for you, this year anyway. Yeah, I think the one league that drafted, like, actually was after, I guess, the first week of the college football season, we were still drafting. Somebody did take Joe Burrow, because I think we were drafting our Debbie draft the first few weeks of the season. So they saw that he was showing out and uh, grabbed him. But yeah, so that's, got- not a, that's not normal. It's not normal to have every stud. You know, like, LaVisca Chenault kind of came out of nowhere his one year. Yep. You know, you have these Debbie guys pop up, you know, as people leave is one reason, or they just get a chance to play, and, and they didn't get a chance to play the previous year. Where they learn how to play. I don't know. I got I got two more guys if you want to hear them. They're, they're more cornerbacks, I guess, than anything, if we're, if we're not going to actually do cornerbacks. I could throw them in here. <laughs> I don't know, Daryl. Do we have to suffer through <laughs> cornerbacks or, or what? Erica. You should have to suffer through. I'll go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, first one I got, he'll be a true sophomore next. Or yeah, true sophomore, uh, Indiana. It'll be Taiwan Mullen. He had, mm. as a true freshman last year, he had 28 tackles, three and a half for a loss, but he had 13 pass deflections two forced fumbles and uh, two fumble recoveries. So that was, he's, he's a little bit smaller, 5'10", 175, but um, guys, like I said, come out of nowhere. I mean, Indiana, so. Any relation to Travion? Oh, uh, that, I, I'm not sure. Good question. I say same last name, I didn't know. And then the other guy, you probably heard of him, Asante Samuel Jr. from Florida yeah. State. I was, be, say, uh, I, was, I was like, hey, he was already in the league. How did he go back to college? <laughs> Mystery uh, year of eligibility left. Yeah, he'll be uh, he'll be a junior this next year. Um, Can he tackle better than that? He had he had 40, <laughs> back, 49 tackles last year. I mean, for a Florida State team, that was pretty pitiful. Yeah. Um, he had he had fourteen pass deflections last year too. So that one of them. Guys that, you know, can shut receivers down. Yeah. I, I don't mean to, to jest, but Asante Samuel was not the best tackler. No, he was not. Hopefully, <laughs> it's, hopefully, hopefully it, it changed around. So. Yeah, yeah. But, but other than yeah. that, that's all I got on my list. And that's who, all, every guy that I had on my list. So. No, all right. Daryl, anybody <laughs> sticking out to you that uh, – No, I haven't really looked at corners yet. Um you know, I like to be thorough on my corners just to uh, aggravate you, but yes. <laughs> but no, I haven't really looked at them yet. I mean, there's again, this was a. I think this is a deep uh, draft class, so there's going to be a lot of new names um, pop up. You know, with these guys moving on, so we'll see if we do corners next week. I'll have a an extensive list. God just no, for you, Dan. We can do D tackles, Daryl. <laughs> 
Do what? Ten each. We'll do ten, ten each. We can do it. You know what? We you guys can it. you guys can record that show on Saturday night. I'll be at the Adam Sandler <laughs> show in Atlantic City. So uh you, you guys can have fun with that. <laughs> you can find some sucker to sit here and listen to you guys talk about corners for twenty minutes and send me the, the file. Oh good grief. <laughs> It'll be fun. You guys can knock yourselves out next Saturday night. Go He's just it. a hater, Eric. Don't listen to him. He's just a hater. I'll be singing the Hanukkah song and the, the Lunch Lady Land song and all that stuff. So, <laughs> But anyway. Um, a- anything else? I didn't see any questions jotted down or um, anything. Actually, I've got two. There was a, a piece of news and notes that I actually missed. Um Senior linebacker for North Dakota State, Jabril Cox, has entered the transfer portal. Uh, been rumored to all of the big schools, including my Vols. Um, this kid's you the real deal. Schools. Well, Power Five, you know, like, really? Really? <laughs> really? You know, if we had a Patreon account, tonight would be gold, just let me tell you, because... You're great. Anyway, as I was saying, the big schools, the Power Five conferences, Alabama's, the Clemson's, I'm sure they're all going to be in on him. He's decided to leave North Dakota State and uh, go to, you know, one of these Power Five schools. He was a monster for them last year. Mm-hmm. Um, going to be very interesting to see where he lands. Yeah. And the other piece of news you had, or uh, piece of question, or whatever. Well, it was you already heard about this, so I know um, we talked about it on our show, but Eric hadn't. And because it's Debbie related, it's a trade that I did. Um, I actually traded DeAndre Swift for two first. One of them was a Debbie first, but two first, a second. And I got Davy linebacker Dylan Moses. Wait, say that trade again. Okay, so I traded away DeAndre Swift, and this is a Davy league, so it's kind of Davy depleted most of the time. But I got two first. One of them is a Davy first. I got a second, and I got Davy linebacker Dylan Moses of Alabama. Gotcha. That's not bad. I guess that's how you know how you feel about. I mean, the two firsts are nice. You know, the Debbie first and the. I mean, anytime getting a first round pick is nice. That's how you feel about DeAndre Swift, I guess. Or how you feel scoring these two. You know, I like Swift, but in a Debbie league like that, that's pretty balanced scoring for IDP. I think to be able to get. Dylan Moses, who's going to go back this year because he, you know, he missed last year with an injury, to go back this year and rehab his value. And, you know, me and Eric both had him in our top five on linebackers. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. Two first, a second, one of them was a Davy first, and you're getting probably a top five IDP guy in Davy. Yeah, for me, that's a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah, you have to let us know who you take in that Davy draft. I will. I absolutely yeah. will. 
We have uh, we we took over a team that's a IDP Devi league, um, so we will have to uh, put our minds together here, and uh, I'm sure we'll be arguing. What else is next? What to do? <laughs> You'll be trying to take a linebacker with a first round pick or something. I've taught you nothing. I feel like I've failed. You have. I hate you. But uh, but yeah. So we're taking over this team. Um, we have um, we have some some decent pieces. I know you were you looked at it and you were like, oh. I'm like, just chill. We, we got, you have no faith. I mean, our injured reserve is a who's who. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, we there's a little work to be done, but it's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, we we have some work to do. Uh, but overall, I thought it was a pretty solid team. Um, we, we could, I mean, we're, we're two defensive guys, so I'm I'm sure we could figure out the defense. Right. The yeah, offense, is, offense is easy. Yeah. Yeah, our offensive guys. I mean, I, I my eyes perked up when when I saw we have uh, Justin Fields because that kid's ridiculously. Amazing. Oh yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. our receivers are pretty well taken care of. Yeah, it's not bad. I was poking at you. It's really not bad. I think we have a couple spots that we See, I think probably we, need to focus on or whatever, we but need, we're not too bad. We need to try to contend this year and see how we're doing because we got Drew Brees, who this is his last year. Right. Uh, we got Mark Ingram's getting a little old. We got um, Julio Jones, who I think has got a good three years left especially with ryan still there yeah yep. yeah we have manny sanders who uh you know he, he's got a couple years left i think in him depends where he signs at true very true uh, you don't think san francisco can will him back no san francisco no? has no money <laughs> well that's true but i mean get the band back together for another run i, I mean know. i mean if he's willing to take a discount which i don't know but yeah, I, I could see him back in San Francisco if he takes some sort of discount, but I don't know if I can see that happening. At 32 years old, do you care more about your ring or a couple extra million? It depends on how well he's taking care of his money, I guess. Yep. I mean, he didn't really do himself that many favors last year. I mean, he really, I mean, 66 catches, five touchdowns. But you got to remember, they've got some super young pieces in, um, oh, man. My mind just went blank. San Francisco. Yeah, but... Dante uh, Pettis and... Dante Pettis is in, like, the doghouse every year. Yeah, but they've got Jalen Hurd, who was missed a big piece. Uh, So, you know, he missed part of the season, so he's going to be back. What's the other... The dude from South Carolina, I I can see the name, but I can't think Debo. Debo Samuel, yes. Huge piece for them. Um, And I don't know exactly what draft picks they have, but... They may let him walk and just try to fix this with a draft with the young guys. Well, this is this is for my Niner fan listeners. Uh, they pick at thirty-one because they lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> ouch! Ouch! That's a dig. It was. You know, I yeah. How do you have any friends the way you dig at people? Uh, that's what my friends do. <laughs> dig at each other. So. So I must be your friend. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> Reluctantly. Yes. Damn it. I need to try harder. That I can only have one friend at a time. <laughs> only one friend. 
<laughs> uh, anyways, uh, you guys have anything else going? I'm 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 sitting here watching the combine, the stuff I missed. Well, you guys I actually are just finished about. watching. Well, I really wasn't watching, paying attention. I was watching the NBA game. Gotcha. Sacramento. I don't even know who was playing. I can't tell you. Gotcha. Anyway, today we are brought by Jim Bean, Devil's Cut. Yeah, are they paying us? Well, technically no. Technically no, okay. I'm trying. You know well, this. Daryl will be paying for it in the morning. Yeah, Daryl will be paying for it in the morning, that's for sure. Uh, I'll sit here and drink my water. You guys can uh, enjoy losing your hour of sleep and... Uh, I'll be waking up ready to go to the gym. Oh, good grief. You're one of those guys. Well, I can't go to the gym till later in the day, but I'll be up and at him getting some coffee. And I'll try to have Eric an article to edit sometime tomorrow. Yeah, he's twiddling his thumbs because he's bored because you won't He's not. Up. He's got some stuff <laughs> to do, but I need to finish this up before free agency starts and uh, the article's completely irrelevant. <laughs> But, uh, hey, you know, I've done knocked out free agency all five position groups. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I'm just saying. And I've wrote a daily article on, uh, by the way, go check out my new article. should post probably tomorrow on the Ducks, Thibodeau, Flo, Javon Holland. I think it'll be a interesting piece for you that play college or Davy League. So, uh, yep. Eric, you decided on your uh, – league that me and Dan's in with you know the league that I won yeah yeah I just want to put that out there the league that I won you know uh, you're going to change that to a campus to Canton or are you going to start a new campus to Canton either yeah, way I'm really, good just waiting to see what I had thrown a poll up to see what people had said so we'll we'll see yeah I, I knew to, I, need a I bump saw we had a couple that said they did not want to yeah, they didn't want to. So, I mean, if you want to leave that league like it is, that's fine, and then start a campus to Canton. I'll be more glad to help you fill it. But uh, yeah, it looks like I have one guy that's not returning, so I at least have one, maybe two open spots there. And it looks like only one of them people or one person so far said they don't want it to be a campus to Canton. So we'll see. I'll bump everybody again here. Just, I'll send it out right now, actually, and see. Yeah. I where voted. It where did you finish, Dan? Uh, oh, yeah. in the middle. It doesn't somewhere. matter. It doesn't matter where you finish because if you're first, you're if you're not first, you're last, buddy. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you should bow before my greatness. Oh, Jesus. I'm just saying. How many championships you win last year? That one. <laughs> I, I won a few chips, so. Uh, I won a couple. I want a couple. Not, Not as anyway. many as I hoped or should have, but I did win a couple. So, But anyway, uh, if you are interested in rankings, uh, I believe we, we're finally going to get the combined offense and defense rankings up at idpguys.org. Uh, I'm putting the finishing touches on my rookie rankings um i am doing combined rookie rankings offense and defense Ooh, look at you uh, i am on number 83 right now and i am at the point where i 
may have heard of some of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you really drafting more than 83 people? I well, mean, I guess seven seven rounds times you know, 12 is 84. So I guess you you're s- drafting 84 people. You know, you say that, but I have seen a few leagues where it's 16-plus teams, and they're drafting yeah, seven, eight, nine, ten rounds. I'm like, good grief, man. I know. I'm in a couple of those <laughs> leagues. But still, those I mean, at a certain point... At a certain point, though, I need to wait till to see the draft capital, which is kind of what I've been. I kind of look at some mock drafts that that some people do around the industry. Um, I well, know, you know, and and I, I try to get a feel for where you think a lot of these guys are going to go based off of their measurables, based off of their combine you know recently the the post combine is probably one of the i guess more important um changes that people make to their rankings and things because you know it's a big deal definitely oh it is and you know i'm doing the idp rookie ranks right now i think uh I'm doing a hundred of those. I'm probably at 75. I'm adjusting them uh, every other day, you know, just according to what I see and film I watch and news and all that stuff. So I'm kind of like you. I'm adjusting mine. Uh, speaking of the rookie drafts, you're, you're touching a nerve here. Uh, I'm not going to mention names, but if you know who you are, you can at me. I, You know, I'm easy to find. Uh, somebody had mentioned, one of our listeners, Dan, that we know really well. I'm sure Eric does too, but uh, he asked about uh, mock drafts and tagged a bunch of people, and this one person said mock drafts are useless in this time of year. And I kind of went back and said, you know, there's not a whole lot you can get from mock drafts right now or rookie drafts, but they do give you an idea of what people are thinking. Uh and then it was interesting. The very next day, he's doing a mock draft. So, <laughs> <laughs> and again, if you know who you are, it, you may not even listen to this show. But if you do, and you feel the need to call me out, go right ahead. Because uh, I'm going to guess they probably don't. So. Probably not, but you never know. You probably know who this is, Dan. So because I, I think I know who you may. So I think I saw a tweet. Yeah, there was a tweet about it. I, I found it interesting, and I was like. Okay, but, but you also have to think, as somebody who produces content, what's an easy way to get some content to a mock draft? Yep. Mock drafts are clickbait for everybody. No matter what, I'll, I'll click sure. on a mock draft and look at it. It's Yeah, because it's info. It, you know, whether it's, it's right you, you or whether in, it's wrong, it's You're taking info. in somebody's thought on, on, on stuff. True. So, I mean, you're you're taking and, in somebody's, you know, you're getting an insight into somebody, especially if you play in leagues with these people. Right, and but to say they're irrelevant and then turn around the next day and do one, I think that's just it's it's contradictory. I mean, yeah. It is, and welcome it, to Twitter. Yeah, that's true. home of home of contradictions. Well, you know me; I'll call you on your bullshit if you do it. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. I, I mean, I, I I'm look just at. Saying. We, we, I mean, if you look at the the draft that we did post postseason, right. it changed drastically from preseason. 
So, I mean, even as late as right before the beginning of the season, we we saw things a little differently. than. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's going to stay the same. Everything is going to change day by day, you know, yeah. combines and pro days and the draft and trades, whatever, what have you not. But just to come out and say that it has no value, I think that's wrong because they do have value. I mean, I mean, there's plenty of people right now drafting startups. There, there is, and at the very least, you can get an idea of what people are thinking. You can kind of begin to build your draft boards. Uh, I just, I don't know, it struck a nerve. Said that uh, it was irrelevant, and then you turn around the next day and come out with a mock draft. Hey, whatever. You know, and you can find me at Hollywood at DFFDWin. Uh, at me. Yeah. Speaking of atting, uh, Eric, where can people <laughs> find you if they want to at you? Uh, at EJH1528. And I'm at SeahawksDan8. Almost changed it to at DragonsDan8 because the no. Dragons almost pulled a huge upset over the Houston Jesus. Roughnecks today. I cannot with your crap. But, uh,. But yeah, they were up twenty three twenty, and then they blew it because almost counts in hand shoes and hand grenades, there, buddy. Well, they they helped win me some money along with the New York Guardians because <laughs> I took I took the points, and they both uh, they both actually I don't know if New York lost, but they no New York won today. That's the team that I drew. So, so yeah, so New York was was plus four. Oh wow. It was plus four, so I took the points, and I said I think they went outright anyway because nice Landry Jones wasn't playing, and the first game Dallas played when Landry Jones was not there, they played awful. Yeah. In the second half of the game last week, they played awful. So I was like, I'm taking the Guardians. The Guardians played well the last two weeks. They got embarrassed against DC. Right. Tomorrow, tomorrow's games are going to be interesting. I think so too. Um, yeah. Because I'm not sure. Uh, it's it's the the vipers and the wildcats at night, and that's the uh... yeah. It's our first primetime game late at yeah. night on ESPN, so that'll Which be I'll, interesting. I'll be asleep, but yeah, of course you will because the sun will already be set, and you go to bed before the freaking roosters do. Jesus Christ! Oh boy, their early game is uh, St. Louis and DC, I think. So I, that I don't know. Right. Which DC team is going to show up? Uh, are the Battle Hawks for real? I guess, you know. Some Battle Hawks. To think about. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to say, before I forget, and I'm about to cut you off, but you and Eric, if people are not following you two, they should be. You guys are criminally underfollowed. Great minds. Both of you do great work. Proud to know both of you. Be friends with you. Be in leagues with both of you. Um, if you're listening and you don't follow these two, shame on you because you need to be. Thank you, Darren. Yep. Thanks, man. Well, I meant that more for Eric than you, but hey. <laughs> just well, so. you, you included me, so. Hey. Yeah, I didn't want to feel you left out. Didn't want to hurt your precious feelings. If, if they're listening to this and they haven't followed me by now, they're probably never going to. So. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they just stump, unless they hate regular football and they just listen to college stuff. Unless well, they just started what, listening to this for the college stuff. This is what our but. third, Davey? Third episode, yes. And I've been kind of putting it out there for y'all listening. Hopefully we get enough um, interest following that we can uh, hopefully make this its own entity, have its own thing. So 
spread the word. Uh, I'm trying to spread the word everywhere I can. Yep. Um, <laughs> I couldn't ask for two better, well, one better guy in Eric. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, I couldn't ask for two better co-hosts. So I fully admit I'm just here to drive the train and hit record. That's my no, job no, no. You, you, you're a good leader and driver of this editor and dan knows this is something i've been wanting to do for a while and it just kind of uh didn't line up for me and him and honestly i don't even know how we if it was me or him that thought of you eric and either doesn't matter i was on board soon as it was mentioned i was like you know what that would be a great idea so it did line up for me because i don't watch as much college football as you all do no i I, I watch some I appreciate the invite, though. I really do. Yep. No, it's fun. Love it, man. uh, All right. This is just not my show. It's your guys' show, so. Well, it's not a love fest. We're going to end this love fest here. Well, I hate you, so why are you still talking? (laughs) Jesus Christ. There you go. We're going to play the outro music. Damn it. My glass is empty. Well, I mean, it's time to show to be over then if the glass is empty no no i'm filling it back up as we speak oh you can have fun with that i am gonna have fun with that grandpa we're, we're gonna get hit in the road here no nobody else needs to hear the rest of this guess who's great. back back again yeah. oh, Jesus. <laughs> shady's back tell your friends that's good because our outro music seems to be frozen so we guess who's back outro music guess who's back very good very good anyway (laughs) outro music's playing go hawks go irish tighten up go Go dragons go guardians go tar heels we got some ncaa basketball tournament stuff coming up can you let eric get his goes in there come on come on go jayhawks go oh oh he done said jayhawks cut him off they won today they won today. Did North Carolina win today? Number one in the country still. Not good wood. Oh, my God.